What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Wednesday, August 26th. Here's what you missed while you were boarding up and evacuating for the coming Category 4 Hurricane Laura. Day two at the Republican National Convention was kind of like I stepped into Grandpa Rick's portal and ended up in an alternate universe. I mean, for some of it at least. It just wasn't as much doom and gloom and definitely not as much screaming as the first night. The president almost had his entire family out that night as Tiffany Trump spoke and let us all know, hey, she just graduated law school, so she somehow feels the pain of trying to find a new job right now. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that no one wants to hire a Trump nowadays and her own family business is not hiring her as attorney i'm sure she also feels the mounting pressure of student loan debt oh yeah she didn't mention it anyways eric trump spoke as well and he was a bit more similar to don jr's talk from yesterday talking about radical democrats that want to control your thoughts and censor your opinions he also just plainly lied and said his dad had brought peace to the middle east far from it and that biden wants to defund the police he doesn't and weirdly he spoke to the camera addressing his father and telling him he missed him seemingly confirming what just about every comedian has been saying since his dad was elected donald doesn't like eric ignores him and treats him like a stepchild smart decision there speechwriter anyways secretary of state mike pompeo interrupted his diplomatic mission to israel in order to appear in a segment praising trump really blurring the lines between diplomacy the department of state and politics then melania closed out the night by the way from the white house again using the government as a political tool and in the newly renovated rose garden where she just recently recently got rid of all the roses and made it look like my backyard but she was much better than just about anyone else finally showing the people some empathy for the job losses and loss of life due to covid and she did no blame shifting unlike the rest of the convention or even the convention from last week instead she simply tried her best to reassure the country that donald was the best choice in her most wooden lipstick robocop performance yet quote i know many people are anxious and some feel helpless i want you to know you're not alone she said promising the administration would fight for vaccines and therapies end quote well at least she didn't have to steal michelle's speech this year All right, so we spoke about the protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, surrounding Jacob Blake, and very little information, honestly, has come out yet regarding this incident. In fact, it looks like the Kenosha police don't even wear body cams, apparently, because it costs too much, even though the city council approved them back in 2017. So it's unlikely we'll ever get a real story from this, and it'll just be more hearsay from officers versus witnesses, and we know whose word carries more weight in the courts. But the story today is more about the shooting that occurred last night see where multiple people were shot and two were actually killed by a 17 year old militia member and an aspiring cop in fact video has surfaced showing that police officers were thanking this kid for the work that he and other militia members were doing protecting small businesses while brandishing rifles in public even offering bottles of water minutes later video shows him shooting towards multiple protesters then running down the street as he was getting chased after 
after which he fired upon one person and killed them. Then the crowd chases him down again. He trips and falls, sits up, and shoots two more protesters, killing one. And what's really gotten people upset is that after killing two people, he walked right by the police again, and they asked him for directions while his AR was still strapped to his chest, and everyone was saying he's the shooter. Quote, Brent Ford, 24, a photographer, witnessed the entire scene. He had his hands up, and they told him, get out of there, even though everyone was yelling that he was the shooter, Ford told Vice News. The police didn't seem to hear or care what the crowd was saying. Ford said many in the crowd were armed, not just the militiamen who were standing guard outside a nearby gas station. For example, members of the Socialist Rifle Association, an armed leftist gun group, were present as well. Other protesters had pistols and holsters. I had kind of gotten the feeling the police were overwhelmed and didn't really know what they were doing most of the night, said Ford. End quote. Man, wow. What in the America is going on right now? Ars Technica is reporting that some new documents have been unsealed from a consumer fraud suit against Google, quote, showing that the company employees knew and discussed amongst themselves that the company's location privacy settings were confusing and potentially misleading. In 2018, the AP reported that Maps and some other Google services on both iPhone and Android were storing users' location data even when users had explicitly turned location history off. These Google employees highlighted their own frustrations with the settings. Among the highlights, quote, the current UI feels like it's designed to make things possible, yet difficult enough that people won't figure it out. Or some people, including even Googlers, didn't know that there's a global switch and a per device switch. Or indeed, we aren't very good at explaining this to users. Add me to the list of Googlers who didn't understand how this worked and was surprised when I read the article. We ship the UI that confuses users. Or, I agree with the article. Location off should mean location off, not except for this case or that case. Or, speaking as a user, WTF, another employee said. More specifically, I thought I had location tracking turned off on my phone, so our messaging around this is enough to confuse a privacy-focused Google software engineer. That's not good, end quote. No, not good indeed. Well, here's something interesting that the White House has done that I actually approve of. They announced today that they were investing $1 billion in new funding for artificial intelligence and quantum computing research. Quote, a total of 12 hubs will be funded, each embedded within different agencies of the federal government. Their work will span a diverse range of topics from using machine learning for atmospheric and ocean science to speeding up high energy physics simulations with quantum systems. The Trump administration will likely present today's news as a counterbalance to its dismal reputation for supporting scientific research. For four years in a row, government budgets have proposed broad cuts for federal research, including work in pressing subjects like climate change. Only the fields of artificial intelligence and quantum computing, with their overt links to military prowess and global geopolitics, have seen increased investment, end quote. Ah, so that's why. Well, either way, I approve of more investments in these fields. Let's keep leading the world in tech and AI and quantum are the next levels. 
And finally, that faint sound you hear, not of these sirens in the background, sorry, New York City, but that faint sound of sadness and despair. Yeah, it's... It's not the American election season or the people reeling from two hurricanes in the same week. No, and this time, it's football fans, real football fans, and especially those fans of FC Barcelona because six-time World Player of the Year and 15-year veteran of the side, Lionel Messi, has told the team he wants out. He's been playing for the club since he was 13 years old, and fans are sad. Quote, yes, you could make the case that the ugly public breakdown of trust between a soccer player so preternaturally gifted he could make you see stars and the team that nurtured him fostered his talent and thereby became the defining club of soccer's last 15 years is a sign that nothing lasts and that everything you love will eventually lose 8-2 to to Bayern Munich in the Champions League. You could, if you wanted to, see this news less as a pretext for some light transfer gossip than as a moment to mourn the end of an era while feeling the dark, chill waters slowly rising around your head and quote ouch he's sad okay so where's lionel going this might be one of the most expensive pickups of all time but the most likely choice looks to be manchester city former barca manager pep leads the boys there plus the ownership is so friggin wealthy they could actually afford him apparently it's like a 700 million euro transfer clause now he may also end up in psg they also flash the cash and he could be playing alongside neymar again you add Mbappe there and that's a friggin Champions League trophy now I'm honestly selfishly pulling for Man City one they're my squad and two in three years it's being reported he might retire to the MLS and play for NYCFC and that would be sweet oh Leo Messi Dios de fútbol marca un gol Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And not much really here in bonus news, but if you find yourself in the path of this Category 4 hurricane, please, please evacuate immediately. Safety is priority, and hopefully you're already gone. Uh, Also, it does look like the Milwaukee Bucks have boycotted their playoff game tonight and pretty much pushed back all NBA playoff games to protest the shooting of Jacob Blake. So just more blending of sports and politics. Interesting. I'm betting the MAGA guys are going to really love that. Uh, Once again, if you love this show, the things that I say and my take on the news, make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, share this out there. We appreciate it. And as always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated. Dodge the rest and catch up with me because I got you with the news.